Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. Thank you for tuning in. So, um, you know, I've been talking about uh, believe it all or none, distractions, a garden, sectarianism. Today I'm talking about a hardened heart. What is a hardened heart? That's when somebody's doing something that they want in the name of God, but they're not doing what God wants. And um, there's a lot of people in our communities that are like that. There's preachers. Preachers that are preaching like that. They're not preaching the gospel. They're preaching what they want. Um, it's a tough world, you know, when you're out there and you're going against God. And God doesn't always give you blessings just because you use God's name in your sentence. You ever have a kid or somebody, an employee that comes to you or says, uh, so-and-so said that you need to do this. And when you see that person later, you say, why did you send them over there to tell me that? I didn't tell them to tell you that. See, they're using the authority of that person, but they're not under the authority of that person. And there are people like that, like I said, especially in churches. You see them on TV. You see them on TV, theologians. You you meet them in your communities. They're going around telling you, you know, the Bible says this and God says that. And they're throwing God around. But they don't have the authority of God with them. And you can tell by their theology. They're hung up on legalism. And um, it's a crazy world we live in, and it's difficult. And some people are just trying to make a name for themselves, and they can't handle it that they're not the top of the stack of cards, right? But, you know, Samuel was a man who, um, I mean, I'm sorry, Saul was a man who was first king over Israel. They wanted a king, and God told them not to, but they wanted a king, and he gave them a king. And King Saul got distracted. He started doing whatever he wanted to do, and he lost... uh, he lost God's favor. Uh, he 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 wasn't doing he wasn't obeying Samuel the prophet. Uh, he, he just did all kinds of things. You you should go read First Samuel. It's very very interesting. And um, he disobeyed God and through Samuel on some of the battles he did. Took spoils they weren't supposed to take and. Let people live that they weren't supposed to let live. <clears throat> so it, he lost favor with God. And just because we're a Christian doesn't mean we have favor with God. You go against God, he's going to remove his anointing from you. And you say, oh, he won't do that. Once saved, always saved. Well, what the heck happened to King Saul? 
First Samuel ten uh, nine says, So it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart. God gave him a, a hardened heart. <clears throat> we are not, you are not immune from the wrath of God just because you use God's name in the things that you do. Um, Saul goes on to do some other things and he's still being ugly to God and not listening to God and he's not listening to Samuel the prophet. And um, in 1 Samuel sixteen fourteen, it says, uh, The Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servants said to him, Surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. You see, even his servants saw his demeanor change and knew that he had a troubling spirit. And I'm going to tell you people, you think it don't happen today? It happens today. It's still happening today. There's nothing that says these things stopped. We have distressing spirits, troubling spirits. We, we have God removing His favor from us. We are never immune from God's wrath. You know, I know, I know, I screw up every day. I screw up every day. I do something wrong every day. More than one time. But you know, I'm trying to live for God instead of live for Chip. But if you're living for yourself and then asking God later, that's that's the problem. You know, I watched a I watched a TikTok video today. A guy was sitting in his truck in Kansas, and the winds were blowing. I mean, crazy winds, and uh, about to blow his trailer over, and he was going, oh, God, oh, God, please, God, please, God, please, God. And then it started getting bad, and then the next thing I heard was, well, GD this and GD that and F this and F that. And, you know, I left a comment I said, uh, well, you're begging for God, and then you're cussing God. Do you, do you even believe in God? You see, there's a lot of people out there that use God for fire insurance. You know, you, you don't want to have anything to do with Him until it's necessary. But when there's nothing else that will help, then you'll start begging and crying. You get locked up and go to jail, you become... An instant Christian, you know, you you get caught by your wife, you you're an instant instant Christian. <clears throat> you know, God is a twenty four seven kind of guy. He's not a, you know, you go do what you want to do and call me when you get in trouble. I'll come bail you out, kind of guy. No, that's not the way it works. 
But God does want everybody to be saved. He wants us all to follow Him. Um, but you know, if you don't follow God and you keep doing your own thing and you keep rebelling, listen to what He does in Second Thessalonians. He says, The coming of the lawless one and according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. He's saying, if you don't believe and you want to play, you want to play with the devil, he's going to dilute your mind. He's going to cause you to believe the lie. And then you're going to be gone. You're going to be sucked into that trap. Thirst trap, I think they call it on TikTok. You're going to be sucked into that thirst trap. You know, you're, you think you're doing what God wants you to do, but when the devil, the angel of the darkness, who, looks, who camouflages himself like an angel of light, who leads you into believing that you're doing what God would have you do, He will distract you, give you a hardened heart, and you ain't doing what God wants you to do. You're doing what you want to do. How, do. how can you even think that you're doing what God wants you to do when what you're doing is mean to people? That's what I don't understand. How can people that are Christians be doing mean, hateful, spiteful things and call themselves Christians? Hey, here's another one. How can people who are Christians and go to church, I mean, any ounce of a Christian whatsoever, I don't care if you don't go to church, if you gave your life to Christ and you call yourself a Christian, explain to me how you think it's okay to abort children. I, I, I just can't comprehend that. It's, I mean, what's the difference in having the children? Six sitting around the table one day and you said, you know what, honey? We got six kids sitting here and I can't afford to feed six anymore. Let's kill the uh, oldest because they eat the most. And she says, okay. And you just take a hammer out and hit them in the head. What's the difference? Is that what Christ would have us to do? That is a hardened heart. You think you can twist the scripture into being something that it's not. I 
God would have it that we all be saved. He wants none of us to perish. He wants none to be lost. You know, he, he has the hundred sheep and loses one. He leaves the ninety-nine. He wants all of us. But people need to understand this ain't like the Monopoly board game. You don't you don't you don't collect your money. You don't get out of jail free. This is the way God made it, and it's the way it's His rules we have to play by. Second Thessalonians 2. Let's see. Well, oh, First Timothy 2, I'm sorry, 3 and 4. It says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man... Christ Jesus. Is that not pretty cut and dry? For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Did you catch that? He says all. Yeah, I know. He said men. But that's a general term that they use. He means all people. All. To be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. You know, if you have the love of Christ in your heart, You will not want to do some of the things that I see people do. You will not want to be evil. You will not want to abuse your children. You will not want to abuse your spouse. You will not want to ride down the road and cuss and scream at people who cut you off in traffic and wave at them with one finger. You know, I get frustrated just some of the things that I see and I hear people say. All I can say is thank the Lord that I cannot hear and see all the things that He sees every day because I would just blow a gasket. I don't know how God 
can be so patient with some of the things that goes on in this world. But he is. He is. And thank God he is patient because he's dealing with me. I mean, me by myself is probably enough for him. I don't know, people. I don't know. I do know one thing. Don't don't back God in a corner. Don't put him in a box. Don't force his hand to the point where he hardens your heart. Lest you fall into the hands of a loving God or an angry God. You know, Christmas is coming. I would challenge you to do something this Christmas. Find you a charity or something that you can do, that you can do to somebody, that for somebody, that will show the love of Christ. Do some good, people. Share some, share some Jesus with some people. Share the love. Be nice. Lift people up. And, you know, if you don't know what to say to somebody, just give them a hug. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless.